Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'm burn out. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Or actually, I guess I should I should welcome new people, make everyone feel welcome. So hi, guys. My name is Kinsey. I am a 25-year-old living in Dallas, Texas. I'm the host of this podcast. I travel to record these. I get some questions of people thinking that I live in LA still. I don't live there. I live in Dallas. And I talk about that like literally all the time on the podcast. But anyway, today's episode, we have... Danielle and Kaylee on. They are the co-founders or the founders of ClearStem Skincare. We are talking adult acne, hormonal acne, how to heal acne, how to find your acne triggers. I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't know. I was very lucky and that I didn't have a ton of acne growing up, but then I became an adult, like a real adult, you know, and all of a sudden I have acne and you know, I'm thinking about it now. There's more stress. There's more alcohol. And uh, yeah, that, that would probably sum it up. So maybe... Maybe it's a little bit self-induced. I don't know. I've actually recently cleared it up since this episode, but I'm asking all of the skincare questions. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. I learned so much. Like, oh my God. Um, But without further ado, let's get into it and welcome the girls on the show. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, (laughs) I was just telling them this off air, but I have been having adult acne recently. So I said I really needed a fortune teller to tell me what's going on. And thank God y'all are here because that's basically you. And we're going to get to the root of this. But can y'all give me a little introduction on who you guys are, how y'all met? You guys are already just so much fun, cute outfits. We've been having a great time. So can y'all just kind of give me a little bit of your backstory? Yeah, I'll kick that off. My name is Danielle Gronich. I am the acne guru, um, owner of San Diego Acne Clinic. I have been treating acne hardcore every day, all day for like eight years. And I got into that because I struggled with cystic acne for well over 12 years, like really bad everywhere. We did spironolactone a bunch of times and was on antibiotics for like five, six years. Did three separate rounds of Accutane and they all failed and it the acne came right back. So I became obsessed with solving it. And I happened to have a biology background. I studied biology, immunology, and genetics all through school. So I was like, I know I can figure this out. I just need the right information. So wound up leaving my corporate job. 
um, enrolled in beauty school and I became an esthetician, certified acne specialist. And like, that's all I've done since. And um, it just took off. And luckily, in my first year of doing that, I met Kaylee over here and our journey began. So I found Danielle because I was struggling with chronically inflamed cystic acne. Like I, right before we jumped on the podcast, I pulled it up on my phone because when I tell people how bad it was, they are just like, yeah, 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 bad acne. So this in a matter of a few months, like completely erupted oh my God. on my skin. Po- we need to yeah, post on we'll post Instagram. It. So that's what happened to my skin. It was bright red, inflamed everywhere. And it happened, they literally just all came about in my mid twenties in a matter of like two months that happened. And I was going to every single doctor, dermatologist, estheticians. The only solutions I was given from doctors and dermatologists was go back on birth control. And I was really passionate about um, controlling my hormones naturally, like just really getting more into like the non-toxic wellness space. So I didn't feel comfortable doing that. Um, They wanted me to go on antibiotics. And I was like, okay, like why? They're just like, oh, just try it. We'll just try multiple rounds when that like completely kills all your gut health and immune system and everything. And then they also told me to go on Accutane. And all three of those, I I couldn't get behind. I had also gone back to school to get my degree in holistic nutrition. So I knew what all these did internally. And I knew they didn't solve the root cause of whatever was going on. And I knew they'd eventually make things worse. As every esthetician, I was spending like thousands of dollars on everything marketing told me around skincare, like this fights acne, fights blemishes, this, that. I was buying it all. I almost went on Accutane. I really, really didn't want to. So right before I went on it, one last Google search and up popped San Diego Acne Clinic. I was like, all right, this is my last resort. I'm going to try this. And at this time, like I didn't leave my house for months. And when I did, I would like pack on the really thick like clay theater makeup that like the Miss America pageant (laughs) girls wear. I, I go to San Diego Acne Clinic. I happen to be Danielle's last client of the day. And So we had a lot of extra time together. She had me bring in every makeup I was using, skincare, supplements I was using, and any hair care products. And I learned I had 12 different acne triggers going on. Oh, wow. From poor clogging ingredients to eating eggs every single day to over-supplementing with acne-triggering supplements like vitamin D, zinc, B12. I had 12 of these going on. So eliminated all of them got a proper skincare routine, which was only literally four steps. It wasn't anything crazy. It was properly exfoliating, both physically and with an acid, and then properly hydrating. And in a matter of two months, my skin was completely clear with no scar damage. And Kelly was like the healthiest person ever. (laughs) Like she's like the picture of health, like nutritionist, doing everything right, taking all the supplements and vitamins. But like these triggers are so hidden and they're so unique only if you're super acne prone, like we both are. Um, So that's like kind of the stuff that we like to share with people because it's things that are quote unquote healthy. Or that people think are eating, think that are healthy, like eating eggs, for example, or over supplementing with vitamin D or something like that. Um, but yeah, Kaylee was like the picture of health, had thousands of dollars worth of like high end skincare, and like the triggers were sitting in that. So like that's our mission behind ClearStem is to tell people exactly what they need to know to figure out what their unique triggers are. So what are some examples of triggers? Great. So there's internal and external. Acne is a combination of internal and external. If anyone, if you see like an Instagram ad or something where it's like, this is the one thing that cleared my acne, it is BS, like avoid. Um, Acne is a myriad of factors, some internal, some external. The ones that I'll talk about are the external ones because 
It's stuff that you've never heard of before. There are filler agents in your makeup, your sunscreen, your primer, like just filler agents, ingredients in all skin and makeup and hair products that you would never know to look for, but that cause so much acne. A couple of them are isopropyl myristate, ethyl hexyl palmitate, which you'll find even in like like the, the trendy bronzers from like Benefit and like Tarte and like even like brands that like we all like know and use, use these ingredients, right? Those these random chemical filler agents that you would never need to know because you can go on our website and we'll tell you what they are. You just plug your ingredients into our little search bar and we got you. Um, but then there's the natural stuff too, like coconut oil and shea butter and algae, like a lot of organic skincare and clean beauty skincare is loaded with natural pore cloggers. And the word natural, I want to just say, doesn't mean anything. Like even like poop is natural. You still wouldn't put it on your face, yeah. right? But like the organic beauty thing is what really gets people because it'll be a ton of coconut oil. We see it all the time. Coconut oil it can be organic, can be blessed by a shaman. It doesn't matter, but it is so much thicker than our natural oil that once it gets into our pores, we can't physically sweat it out. So it clogs us up and it creates these like little orange hard balls of wax, which I know so many of your listeners are like, I pull those out of my face all the time. It's from a topical pore clogging ingredient. Um, so we actually made a search bar on our website where you can like go to Ulta Sephora's website, copy and paste your ingredient deck, plug it in there and it'll tell you if there's a pore clogger and then you know to swap it out with something different. So that's the topical triggers. Then there's a bunch of internal ones and Kaylee's got you on that. So our internal ones, one of the biggest ones is over supplementation of a couple different supplements. So vitamin D, zinc and B12, all three of those in excess trigger testosterone production. So that's going to speed you up. It's going to produce a really thick, sticky oil that's going to clog your pores. It's also in excess taken every single day, going to cause a hormonal imbalance. So a lot of people are like, oh, I have hormonal acne, but they don't understand the root of it. It could be over supplementation that's actually causing the hormonal imbalance. Because when you raise testosterone, progesterone and estrogen are also trying to balance out too. So for vitamin D, zinc, B12, you want to look to stay under about 150% of your RDV, which stands for recommended daily value. So all you do is like, for instance, like take a supplement, turn around the back where you'd see the nutrition facts, and it'll say like percentage of RDV. And so that's what you're going to look for. If you take a multivitamin, it sneaks in in a lot of stuff too. There's even like a lot of beverages that are like added vitamin D, added B12. Um, like, so much B12 yeah, like, in everything instance, energy related. Yeah, like the Celsius drinks have like 40,000% of it's your like thousand, daily value. It's a ton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like the dropper form of B12 has like 20 to 30,000% of your recommend daily value. And so it's just looking at what are those supplements or drinks that I'm having every single day? And am I, am I overloading my body with these three supplements and causing a hormonal imbalance, which is causing hormonal acne? The fourth vitamin is biotin. Biotin at its core stimulates something that's called hyperkeratosis. And that's exactly what acne is. So it's basically the skin overproducing the protein. It gets stuck in your pore, gets clogged. It then becomes acne after that. So it's essentially if you're already acne prone and you're taking biotin, it's just like pouring gasoline on a fire. Yeah. And biotin wow. sneaky. It's in all the hair, skin and nails vitamins. Yeah, so that's like what, what I thought of. Yeah. yeah. Right. So what do you do if you're like, oh, my skin's freaking out. Let me get some vitamins to support it. It makes sense. But like if you don't quite know what those vitamins are doing, it can just be adding fuel to the fire and biotin. You'll see like hair gummies and like even like Nutrafol and stuff like that. And these are all great for people that aren't acne prone, by the way. Like if I wasn't acne prone, I'd be taking 
taking a ton of biotin every day, all day. But if you are, you've got to be aware of the things that are marketed for hair specifically and skin and nails because it can have like 20 to 40,000 percent of your biotin. That is like way, way, way too much of something you're only supposed to get a tiny amount of. And it just makes you produce extra keratin protein, which clogs your pores. And it can start to give you those little bumps on your arms, the keratosis polaris. So on that note, if you want to grow your hair and you're like, oh my God, I can't take biotin. We love sulfur and silica. Those are the two that you can supplement with for like healthy skin, hair and and collagen production. It's the best for anti-aging too, but it doesn't have the acne side effects. So instead of biotin, take sulfur and liquid silica. Okay, I'm going to be on that. (laughs) Well, I actually, I used to have such naturally full hair. And then that was my COVID side effect was losing a lot of my hair. But now I'm also getting laser right now. So I'm like, I can't really do anything until the time comes. So like, I'm not on any supplements. Like I may, I did go through a whole thing, got my labs done, have a supplement routine, classic, like not taking them. So irresponsible. So like, that's not my issue right now, but I want to talk about hormonal acne because I struggle more, like I said, adult acne, it's hormonal. It's around like my cycle, but I will have like breakouts, right? Almost like where like bronzer goes. So that's interesting. So it could, I mean, it could be your bronzer having yeah. four foggy ingredients. But I also don't wear makeup a lot of the time. And I will. And you still break out? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, but it there, really could be the bronzer. I think we should pull out Google <laughs> and look at your bronzer and find out. NARS Laguna bronzer. Let's look. Kaylee's going to look it up. Let me explain it. I'm looking at your beautiful yeah. freaking face right now. And you've only got like maybe six blemishes. Mm-hmm. It's a numbers game with your pores. You have 10,000 pores on your face. So if you're using a makeup product that has a pore clogger in it, especially if it's one of the gnarlier pore cloggers, like a level five pore clogger, the scale goes, the comedogenic scale goes from zero to five. So if it's a five and it's like one of the main ingredients and you wear it even three or four times a month that's enough to give you a few clogged pores every time and I see everyone thinks their acne is hormonal and yes it plays a huge huge role I found a pore clogger in the third ingredient what is it it's ethyl hexyl palmitate I told you that one's in all the bronzers (laughs) okay Priya is the best makeup brand Mm -hmm. ever for acne I was about to ask P-R-I-I-A you guys haven't heard of it yet but it is the best makeup brand for acne she's an acne specialist like us so she never will reformulate and put pore cloggers in there because brands do that too. Yeah. That bronzer could absolutely be the thing that's causing just those like four or five little, maybe six that are on your cheeks. I see that's enough from a bronzer that you use like twice a month to cause. And like, even though it is only around your cycle, it's just because around that time you are more prone to break out. So if you're using something with pore cloggers, it's going to clog even more around that time than it would the rest of the month. Yeah. Your body just can't fight it off as easily that week during PMS or Mm -hmm. ovulation or whatever your hot zone is in your cycle. Yeah. This is good to know. Also, why are eggs bad for your skin? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) eggs have a protein and it's mainly the whites, not as much the yolk, which is so funny because for how many years were we like, eat the whites, eat the whites. The yolk actually has all the nutrients in it. So you can do well without whites, but the egg whites have a protein in it called albumin protein. That's really hard to break down. So a lot of times you'll see breakouts around the jawline, kind of under the jaw, almost around the ear. Cause that's our lymphatic, like part of our lymphatic system. So it'll get really clogged up right there from digestion and just an overload and difficulty to break down. That is so crazy. I had never heard that before listening to you guys. Like Never have I ever heard that. It's just crazy how it's scary because I understand like when you're saying brands will like reformulate as they, I'm sure, grow and it's probably cheaper and it's easier in whatever ways. But it's scary because I'm like, it's so hard to like find brands that you can trust. 
you know? That's yeah. why we exist. We couldn't find any. Like, we, it's so hard to find anti-aging skincare that doesn't break you out or acne products that don't annihilate your skin barrier and make you dry and miserable and cause faster wrinkles, right? Like, that's why we exist. Like, acne products age you faster. Anti-aging products break you out because of the pore cloggers like ethyl hexyl palmitate and other random ones. And there's nothing sweet in the middle. And then clean beauty, organic beauty doesn't work. It's not clinical and it causes more acne because of all the natural pore cloggers it has. That's why we exist. Wow. Okay. Can you kind of talk about the story of starting Clear Stem? Yeah. So I was in the deep in the clinic, have a lot of ethnic patients, like a lot of them and had a lot of like Filipina, a lot of Indian clients, a lot of Asian skin and that skin scars really easily. So the darker you are able, the darker you naturally are and the darker you are able to tan, like what your range is. Like if we put you outside for uh, a day in Hawaii, like, do you come back super dark? Like that range you're able no. to tan? <laughs> Maybe not you, but if this is yeah. a rhetorical question. <laughs> my Same. grandma's name, her maiden is Maureen Delaney. Like we, and she has red hair. Like we are so Irish. So She no. sounds adorable. Yeah, she is, but uh, I'm very pale. I want to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so say you're one of those people who's like kind of fair, like olive undertones, and you get really, really dark. You scar so easily if that's your skin tone. So um, the things that we would do to get rid of acne scars, like Kaylee's Super Fair, for example, I can just do a couple really intense chemical peels on her and in a week she's brand new. I can't do that to someone who's like Filipina um, or, you know, any type of Asian skin, really. So I had to think of another way to heal their acne scars. So I knew it needed to be a stem cell serum. I knew it needed to be collagen stem cells because the like recognized like your body knows what to do with that. And I knew it needed to be massaged in to activate circulation because that's your body's own wound healing response. You know, not some serums you like pat them in. No, this one needed to be massaged for that circulation process. And then also it needed to have ingredients that balanced hormones and calmed the skin down. So I had this idea for a product in my head, found a lab that would work with me. Her son actually battled acne. So she like loved the mission and just like agreed to like make this like theory product with me. And Kaylee, I was treating her at the time and we're such cut, we're so cut from the same cloth and we're just like sisters. And I was like, okay, I would save her all the lab samples. And I'd be like, tell me what you think of this one versus this one. And then she'd come back and be like, I thought this one was too sticky. I'm like, me too. So we were just like geeking out on these lab samples and finally settled on a perfect product. And that's our cell renew serum. It's our like uh, collagen stem cell serum. And that is that was the only product we had for like two years. Yeah, so like two, two years. and a half. Yeah. yeah. Another client of mine was an Amazon guy, and he was like, "This shit's amazing. Like, let me put it on Amazon." I was like, "All right, go for it." Blew up. We had no competitors because this product is awesome, and we were trying to really define the brand as it became as it came to life under our, under our feet, you know. And it was like, how do we describe this product? It's anti aging and anti acne. And then how many people told us that we couldn't do that? Oh my gosh, so many. Because they were like, you're never going to get into retailers. You're going to confuse the customer. The customer is used to either shopping in a category of anti-aging or acne. And it's one or the other. You can't do both. And we're like, that's the problem. Like, that's why we're here. Because when we when we talk to women or even men that are like, they didn't even know that was possible. And we tell our story. They're like, oh my God, wait, that's me. That's what I need. And so we connect with the person that's when that's exactly what they need. Cause that th there still isn't a company that's, that's really going after that and doing it. Cause we're backing it with so much education too, and making sure it's like, there's these internal and external things that are breaking you out. And then here's also 
the skincare system that's going to be really corrective, really help with your acne, but also nourishing your skin and helping reduce wrinkles and not just drying it the crap out. Yeah, because most acne products like say benzoyl peroxide, for example, all it does is annihilate your skin barrier. If you keep doing that for year after year after year, you're going to age so much faster. What are your thoughts on retinol? <laughs> Funny you ask. We have controversial opinions on yeah. that. I Retinol does not agree with my skin at all. I've tried it a thousand times. I'm an esthetician, so I get set samples of stuff all the time. The only one I sort of liked was the Skin Medica one, but it still makes me so sun sensitive that I can't enjoy my normal lifestyle. Like I really, we both really think that getting outdoors in the morning and letting the sun greet your face is like the most critical thing for hormones and happiness and just overall health. And being outside regularly, like throughout the day when you're taking like a work break or walking your dog or whatever, like retinol just makes you so much more sun sensitive. And I feel that that leads to accelerated aging. And I personally also have melasma because I did all these aggressive laser treatments back in the day to try to fix my acne. And it just made my skin worse and gave me melasma. So any retinol just makes it pop up even darker. And I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> in addition to aging your skin faster because of the sun sensitivity, um, it's not pregnancy safe. And to me, anything that's not pregnancy safe kind of freaks me out because it's like, what is it doing to my body when totally. I'm not pregnant? And there's so many things that we're exposed to, like toxins that we have no control over, like cleaning product, like just so many different things that if there's something like in my everyday routine that I can control that's in keeping it non-toxic, I want to do that because there's so much more research coming out. Everything you put on your body gets absorbed into your bloodstream. And then so many of these buildup of toxins in our body are linked directly to cancer and autoimmune conditions and digestive issues and brain deterioration. So I, I really want to like focus on what I can control putting in my body because there's a lot that we can't control. Does Botox mess up your like skin health at all? I personally don't think so. I think that it relaxes them. I think if you do it a lot, it's going to have consequences later. And Okay, so if you're a hyper-expressive person and you're one of those people that always has your forehead raised, you're probably going to need Botox. Otherwise, you're going to have serious lines. And we all have those friends that are just like, they constantly look yeah. like they're surprised. So they're going to get wrinkles a lot faster. And doing it preventative is really helpful for, for people that are really hyper-expressive. If you do more of it than is needed and you're doing it from a really young age, I feel like it can make your face kind of fall because you're atrophying the muscles. So it, with everything, dosage is key. So just doing like baby Botox when you need it and only in the spots that you need it. Like some people have the, they call them the 11s. It's those lines between your forehead. You can just do like 10 to 12 units there to relax that. You don't need to freeze your entire forehead. I think that it doesn't necessarily mess with the skin in a bad way. I just feel like it can change your muscle composition later in life in a way that you wouldn't really have planned for. So I actually, we both prefer the new face device. We It's microcurrent. So that's building your muscle. So if you get Botox, don't do microcurrent because you're going to deactivate it. But yeah, the microcurrent devices like stimulate your muscle and give it a workout so that it is tightens, tightens yeah. and it builds it. And then also just train yourself to not be hyper expressive with your forehead. You can do little exercises in the mirror. And when you see your, like, you know, see your, tell us an exciting story and just like see what your expressive level is and just try to be more mindful of it. Like I, I never raised my forehead. I trained myself a long time ago, not to because I think Botox makes me look weird. So I'm like, all right, I got to just stop doing it. But how did you get yourself to not 
move your forehead. I took a needle and did aversion therapy every time I did it. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> wow. no. No. I just got really mindful with it. And like every time I would raise my forehead, I would just like kind of like tap it. I, I just like a mindful thing. Be like, okay, when I'm making this movement, like this is wrinkling my forehead. Just be aware of this expression. I'm really so I do like a little tapping thing. I'm really expressive too. And I'll notice if I'm like looking at my phone and kind of concentrating, I like squeeze my face and create wrinkles. But so it's I've so just, cute when you I, do it. <laughs> so it just become like more aware. I'm like, okay, Kaylee, relax your face when you're like looking at emails or looking at your phone. So it's just becoming more aware of your expressions and just remembering like, are you ever doing Pilates and they're like, relax your face? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like becoming aware of like when you're doing things, concentrating, moving in a certain way, doing something semi-strenuous, like your face might really scrunch up. And so just reminding yourself of that and relaxing. I actually notice that in Pilates and I'll sit in the corner. So there's two mirrors. Yeah. So I'll notice when I'm doing that and I stop myself. Yeah. But that's the only time I'm thinking about it because there's mirrors right in front of me, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel I'm expressive I just don't think I'm doing like clench as much yeah, yeah I hope I don't really see any because you have like a I have, have botox scars oh, okay that's why yeah yeah well you did it right you don't look super frozen your eyebrows don't look like crazy and mean so whoever did it did a great job I'm very like I need everything to look very natural it does it would freak me out if it wasn't but it does scare me and now I'm like okay I wanted to do it preventative but then I'm I don't know I'm always like scared you know you can just do it you don't have to do it every two months you can just go every five months wait for it to sort of run off and then while it's while it's um wearing off then you can do your microcurrent exercises for like a month or so and then you can go get your botox again so it's all about like a routine kind of and just not overdoing it I definitely go like twice a year, I think. But I have the new face. So good to know. I'm so bad about doing it, but good to know. Because it'll ruin your perfect yeah. Botox. <laughs> I'm glad that I wasn't doing that, you know? Yeah. Every time I go get Botox and I hate it, I just sit there and microcurrent it out for like three days. I've done that like four times in a row and then yeah. I just stopped. Danielle literally like called me the next day. She's like, oh, I got Botox again. I don't know why I did it. Now I'm microcurrenting my face for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Every time. Every it time. Just stopped. That is so funny. What are your skincare routines? So my skin is drier, so I'm all about the hydration. And like, I'd rather have almost like a greasy glow to my skin than Same. have a dry look. So I 100% overhydrate. So I double cleanse every single night. I don't do an oil cleanser. So for anyone that's acne prone, oil cleansers are really not good. It's going to mess with the oil production and make acne worse. So I just double cleanse our gentle clean cleanser is amazing. It's so hydrating and like you wash your face and you don't feel like your skin is completely stripped and tight and That's awful. so hard to find. Yeah. So we created one that was really calming. So if there's any irritation, really hydrating and it's insane for getting off makeup, just like melts it off. So a double cleanse with that. And then I always exfoliate for just a couple seconds. It's we we have something called vitamin scrub. We use really, really thin bamboo mesh in it. And literally like three to five seconds, it's just to get off the excess dead skin cells, prime my skin for all the serums that I'm going to put on after and allow it to like really soak in and for it to do its work. So I do that. And then in the evenings, I do our Clarity Serum. It's our acid serum. So it's going to eat away anything it touches. So I'm going to put it on right after. And it literally, it's called our blackhead dissolver. It gets in your pores, dissolves blackheads, really, really helps with acne. But then also it's a vitamin C serum. So it's brightening and it helps with wrinkles because it increases collagen. So I do that. I let that sit for about 10 minutes. You always want to do that with an acid, like an AHA. You want to let it do its work. And then 
all the hydrating things. So I use our, it's called our bounce back serum. It's our no Botox serum is what we call it. So if you do get Botox, it prolongs the effects. And if you don't, it really, really helps smooth out wrinkles, increase collagen. Like truly you'll see scars and wrinkles completely smooth out. It's incredible. So I'll hydrate and use that. And then I'll use our Hydroglow moisturizer, unbelievable. It has three different molecule sizes of hydration in it to get the skin at three different levels. So you feel hydrated without feeling like you have this gross sticky film on top of you and it lasts all day. And then I'll seal it in with our Hydroberry, which is our sleep mask. Uh, Again, I like my skin to be insanely hydrated. So (laughs) I'll put a layer of that on, let it soak in before I do my makeup for the day. Um, Or if it's at night, I just put a thicker layer on. It takes about like five minutes to soak in. And then my skin, I literally wake up with the most plump, hydrated skin. Wow, that's perfect. Oh, and sometimes our, our eye serum. I use that every morning and day too. I'm I, obsessed with the eye I serum. used to wake up with like just really dry, tired looking eyes. We literally called it bright eyes because you wake up in the morning with brighter eyes. So you can put that all around your lid and under your eye and it just helps keep your eyes look like really perked up, awake and really hydrated. Should everyone be using an eye cream? I believe so. Yeah, okay. especially the eye the eye skin is very, very delicate. It doesn't have as many oil glands as like, say like your chin or your forehead. So it doesn't have as much natural protection from like the sun, for example, and it's just thinner. So a thinner skin is going to age a little bit faster, drier skin or thin is going to age exceptionally faster. And that's pretty much your eyes. So you want to be extremely gentle with how you take makeup off. And that's part of how we formulated our gentle clean cleanser, because If you're wearing, now I have lashes on, but I used to wear like five coats of mascara um, because lashes are a girl's best friend. But taking it off would just be like a massacre every night. Just like you're rubbing your eye skin like tirelessly. And especially if your cleanser is stripping, it just irritates that skin and then it gets wrinkles faster. And it's really hard to correct that because once you get wrinkles around your eyes, like it can be really hard to reverse that. They're kind of there to stay. So prevention is key. So taking off your makeup super gently is critical. And then the eye gel is just something to help that skin heal. You're basically just giving your skin what it needs to heal itself, whatever that might be. You might not have any issues yet, but it's always cheaper and better to fix a problem, to prevent a problem than to fix it after it starts. Your skin is very much the same way because by the time you notice something, it's probably been forming for like, you know, five or six months and the wound, the wound has already occurred in the skin and now you're trying to reverse it and that's always harder to do. So a lot of our stuff is just very preventative with the collagen stem cells and then the peptides. Peptides are little messenger proteins that tell your skin to fix itself. So they're really important in skincare. I mean, you're so young. You could probably just do like, if you did your eye cream like a few times a week, that would still just be better than than not doing it at all. Like, do you need to do it religiously twice a day? Probably not. But giving it what it needs to repair after like a party weekend or going to the desert or too much sun exposure, you know, like the beach or whatever, like that's going to be really helpful for your later self. Speaking of party weekends, I'm afraid to ask this, but what is the effect of alcohol on the skin? Terrible. <laughs> Great. It's the worst. Great. Yes. Great. Okay. So you're going to drink vodka soda with a lot of lemon. That's your But what about tequila? Like 
Tequila's great too. Yeah, so tequila like clear. Clear is better. So okay. like gin, tequila, vodka some with people, water. Mm, some people process the agave a little differently. True. So it really is unique to you. I think if tequila makes you feel like crap, it's probably not that healthy for you. So go with like how it makes you feel the next day. Vodka makes me feel so much worse than tequila does. Okay, there you go then. Okay. Everyone's yeah. so bioindividuality is so key. Like there is no one size fits all for everything. I do think some of the worst alcohol to drink though is commercial wines because they have so much sugar they don't have to put it on the label they have so much sugar like Kaylee can tell you like stats it's like worse than soda and then they have all these dyes like mega purple and they have like liquid smoke and all this synthetic stuff where if it was on the label you'd be like this is you would never touch it if you saw what was in a lot of conventional wines it's disgusting Um, but if you do love wine you can just go to the Italian section and look for a little label at the top it's either says DOCG or DOCG Um, And it basically means there's nothing added to that that shouldn't be added. So it's literally just like the grapes and the fermentation process and exactly like what it's, how it's supposed to be made. My next question that I'm afraid to ask, (laughs) what are your thoughts on self-tanner? Love it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, love it. I don't, I don't use it on my face though, because I I got, I like exfoliating so much because exfoliating is really what's going to help with acne and any like hyperpigmentation you have and really help with wrinkles and aging of the skin. So I love to exfoliate. So I'll just get like a foundation and bronzer that blends really well. But I use self-tanner on the rest of my skin all the time. Just I'm so pale too. (laughs) I'm so pale. You look so much better when you're tan. Tan, There are like Like, some outfits that I own that I can only wear if I'm tan. (laughs) So I just look for like, I mean, I love the luxe tan is like one of my absolute favorites. I like love the lotion of that one. Obsessed. Saint Tropez is fine too. Yeah. Okay, good. And Bondi Sands. Saint Tropez and Bondi Sands. Oh, Bondi wow. Sands smells like cookies too. Yeah, that one smells better and doesn't leave as much as a residue as the Saint Tropez one. Agree. Bondi Sands. Okay, this is the issue though. Like, I have to tan my face because I don't wear makeup very like most of the time. Yeah. What about it on your actual face? As long as it doesn't have pore clogging ingredients, it's fine. Yeah, what are those yeah. drops? The girl, um, the tan lux one yeah. also makes drops, and so far, I don't think it's breaking anyone out. It has coconut water in it. I remember I like emailed and asked them like if it has any coconut oil in it, and they didn't answer me. <laughs> Maybe I'll try again and to get an answer because I asked for like more of a breakdown of the coconut products in it because a lot of coconut derivatives are really pore clogging. I use that one every once in a while, so I haven't used it every day to like really, really test if it breaks me out or not. Maybe I should, but I'll bring that in every once in a while. I love the tanning drops and I'll mix it in with my moisturizer before I put it on. Are you familiar with Lux Unfiltered? Oh, sorry. That's the one I was thinking of. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Cool. Lux Unfiltered is the one I've been talking Not Tan Lux. Yeah. Okay. I love Lux I don't know Unfiltered. why I've been saying that. But yeah. that's my favorite. I'll just add it to my moisturizer yeah. and that's my favorite one for my face. Yeah. Perfect. And it gives you like a really good glow. It does. It's so good. And it's like then, a gradual glow yes. too. Because if I don't tan my face, it looks like it's not. It's not the vibe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, that, and that one is so clean too. It's only a couple ingredients. Like it's, it's really good. Wow. Okay. I'm shocked. I really thought that self-tanner would be like the worst thing ever. No, I mean, it's no, like some of them can have like pretty gnarly chemicals in them, but, um, no, the, the Lux unfiltered ones are fine. Wow. Okay. That's very exciting. And if it makes you want to protect your skin and not get it burned because you're already got your like self-tanner glow on, then that's better anyway, versus you being like, Oh, just, I just need a little color. And then you're just going and like tanning your face, which and you just don't le- want to do. It's less products on your skin too. Cause if you're just doing True. that and not wearing a ton of makeup, that's better than like layering five different types of products on top of your skin. Wow. 
Okay, good, guys. I was really <laughs> nervous about that question. Okay, but back to the question on alcohol, because they don't. We, I, sometimes I feel like we're the people that tell you you can't do anything and that everything's bad for you, and that's so, like, not how no. we live or want anyone to feel. Like, d- basically, drinking the sugar and the dehydration are the main things. So just plan ahead. Like, if you know you're going to go out with your girls that night, drink, like, a liter of water before you go out. And then if you remember at some point in the night, have a glass of water with lemon before you order a next drink. So plan like little things like that, planning ahead, make all the difference. So like live your life, just like plan ahead. That's yeah. all. I'm a big person too on removing alcohol where it's not necessary. Like if I want to go out and drink with friends, I want to go out and drink with friends. But the having a glass of wine at night to wind down switch to a cup of tea instead because actually wine really, really messes with your REM cycle and sleep cycle. So even though you feel like it's making you tired and calming you down, it's actually making your sleep so much worse. So you're going to be more tired. So switching that to like, if you do well with melatonin, take a little bit of that or like a chamomile tea, like go for some other options. But if you don't like need to have a drink, like swap it out for something else and save it for the times that like really matter where you want to drink. Yeah, like even <laughs> CBD. Like those little yeah. like dosist pens, like the like the bliss or the calm one, like that that over such, a glass of wine. That over a glass of wine is a million times better. I'm very lucky because I'm not a huge wine drinker. And I feel like that's a lot of what you drink at home. So since I don't love wine and I work out early in the morning, so I'm like, I don't want to wake up feeling any type of way or 100%. slow. Totally. So I'm not just like a big wine drinker. But when I'm out between every drink, unless it's really wild and I'm like not thinking at all, (laughs) I do try to drink water in between. But that's more of like a hangover hack than it was intentionally. It's like both a hangover and a skin hack. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's really what I need. Okay, so you guys talked about collagen and I'm interested. What are your thoughts on like ingesting collagen? Because there's been a lot of conversations about this lately. Oh, I love this question so much. So, okay. If you are super acne prone and you're like in the acne cycle, you're like breaking out like every day you wake up and you don't know what you're going to be waking up to. And it's just like a daily struggle. And it's like the thing that's like ruining your life right now. Stay away from collagen supplements until you figure out the root cause, right? Like we're really big on helping people figure out the root cause. It could just be like something in your products. It could be something in your vitamins, like like what Kaylee said, right? So once you figure out what that root cause is and you remove it, then you can start taking things like collagen supplements and like peptides and stuff like that. Uh, We also came out with an acne vitamin that is super freaking effective and it is rivaling Accutane, it's taking the place of like Accutane and antibiotics and it's natural and helps the root cause, but it is super effective, like starts working in like five days. I am still super acne prone. So when I take a bunch of collagen supplements, I will kind of break out. But when I'm taking this supplement that we made, it's called Mind, Body, Skin. When you take that, you're just not acne prone anymore. So then you can start taking all those other healthy things like collagen. So I've been doing like double the collagen every day. I tried the one from Spoiled Child. Too soon to like see any... um, any uh, reviews yet, but like, it seemed like really good quality. So I've been like taking double the amount of that for the last few weeks and I've had no issues. So I think if you're on mind, body, skin, you can start taking other things that maybe would have previously broken you out. In college, if I would have like a really minor breakout, I would just put collagen like in my coffee in the morning and then I would just it would literally go away. But is that really? bad? Isn't that crazy? That sounds like a miracle. I don't <laughs> know why I that would have worked for you, but I, I love know. it for you. Isn't that weird? But I'm also, I wouldn't describe myself as super acne prone until very recently. Like now I'm breaking out. But if I had any breakouts from stress, but I'm like, that can't be good for me. 
I don't think that that has any correlation. Maybe it was just yeah, that you timing. really liked it and it made you happy and you're not that acne prone, I, so it just went away. I also yeah. was thinking, did it distract you from not picking at it? Or that. Because like in your head, you were like, oh, this collagen's going to get rid of it. So now I'm not going to touch it and pick at it and make it worse. I don't think so because I just, I'm not naturally a picker. Okay. Like I've always been, I don't know. It's just very so weird. Th- that could be a, that could be a reason why that your acne would go, like your small little breakouts would go away faster because you didn't touch them. Because a lot of people, yeah. like, they'll touch them, pick them, all the things, and actually make it worse and last so much longer. When you don't touch it, it, like, will go away a lot faster. Yeah, and if you do have to touch it, it. Yeah. do a, um, an ice, like, a little um, ice roll. Like, you can do, like, a little ice cube for, like, 10 seconds and do that a few times a day. You can do that, like, 10 times a day and it won't wreck your skin. Or those little patches are actually super effective. So, mm-hmm. yeah, anyone who's breakout prone and like you know it's so hard to resist picking icing and doing the patches is your best hack for getting rid of it that tsc ice roller stays so Mm -hmm. cold so you can like put it you don't have to roll it all over your face because it's a little more of an active breakout so just kind of roll it right over it so you're not holding it on aggressively roll it and then make sure you wash it after before you put it back in the freezer so if you're ice rolling or using any facial tools and you're breaking out though is that bringing that to other parts of your face if it's an open wound, okay. yeah, yeah, but if they're like closed acne, it's really good for helping reduce the inflammation. And what like zit stickers would you recommend? I've used Mighty Patch. They're fantastic. And then the CauseRx one are fine too. And you can Amazon Prime those. So perfect. Easy fees. Yeah. Anything on Amazon Prime. I'm like, yeah, I literally, yeah, I just get those ones off Amazon. and They're so easy. They're hard. Amazon's hard to work with as a seller, but as a customer, it makes up for it. It is just the most convenient thing. Okay. What are your thoughts on, I want to talk about sunscreen, but mineral versus chemical. I hear (laughs) so many things and I just never know what's right. Well, okay, so mineral is always going to be better. Okay. Mineral is by far hands down better. Any esthetician, responsible dermatologist, like anyone who's actually dealing with skin all day, every day and sees people on a regular basis knows that mineral is the way to go. That said, the chemical sunscreens have their purpose and their place because they are a little bit more application friendly. They can be more sheer. They don't leave like a white cast and it can be better for darker skin tones because Darker skin tones um, can get kind of a white cast from zinc because zinc is naturally a white powder. So that's why chemical sunscreens exist. It's also, they are more compatible with like the spray bottle for like body sunscreen. So that's why they're around. But they take a while to start working. You can't tell when they've worn off. And a lot of them are hormone disruptors and possibly carcinogenic and they're not reef safe. So it's like they have all this like toxicity side effects. And nowadays they have perfected zinc sunscreens. Like zinc and titanium are the only two mineral sunscreens. If it's not zinc or titanium, it's a chemical sunscreen. So for this conversation, I'm just gonna refer to the zinc-based sunscreens because those are the most common ones. They do have ones in spray bottles now. They have like several options that are really good and it's such better protection because you can physically see it and you can see when it's still on your skin a couple hours later. Because with the chemical ones, you're just like, I think I still have it. I'm not really sure when I applied it. And you, just, you don't really know if you're protected. But with the zinc and mineral ones, you can actually see it on your skin. You have like a full-on shield. And that shield reflects back the sun's rays instead of trying to chemically neutralize them like a chemical sunscreen. So it's just better protection. Also, zinc is a skin protectant. 
It's anti-inflammatory. So for your face, you for sure want a mineral sunscreen. Like there's no question about it. And the higher the zinc, generally the better because it gives you more anti-inflammatory help. And then it also is just a stronger shield. So we just dropped our sunscreen. It's called You Are Sunshine. Because we oh, do want- cute. I know, right? We Both. do want people to go out in the sun and like part of the benefit of this particular formulation is like freedom to be in nature. Like we want people to be outside, but we put 21% zinc in it, which is super, super freaking high. So that's going to give people like hours of protection and it's sweat resistant because if you're out and you're sweating, sometimes your chemical sunscreen can just completely melt away and then you have no protection. So for a face sunscreen, you want a high zinc and we made ours, um, we neutralized the white cast so that it can be for any skin tone. I cannot wait for you to try it because especially since you're someone who doesn't like to wear a lot of makeup because we have two sunscreens. The one Danielle just said, you are sunshine, which is like almost like a primer for your skin. It oh, has such a velvety finish with like velvet. the perfect little tint to it that it just more evens out your skin tone. So I put that on and then our brush on sunscreen is called Sunnyside and also is a tiny tint. I put on that and on days where I don't want to wear makeup, that's all I do. And then some mascara, fix my eyebrows and I'm good to go. So we will 100%, we literally just launched that one. So we'll make sure you have both and I would love for you to test it out on your no makeup days and see what you think. That will be my new go-to product because I, I like a tinted sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Not even tinted, just something that gives me a little bit of something because yes. I don't wear just makeup. Like, e just like evens out the cover. Yeah, just evens out your skin. And it actually lasts too. Like I live in Texas. I need something that lasts. It's so yeah. hot. You yeah. know, I, I can't survive these days. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. why we have our other sunscreen. It's called Sunnyside. It's a brush on one. It's also zinc based and it's meant for the reapplication because everyone puts on their sunscreen in the morning and then by the afternoon, heck, by lunchtime, it's usually gone and no one reapplies it, right? Because what are we going to do? Reapply it? middle of the day we don't have it with us or we have makeup on so reapplying sunscreen is so important because most sun damage happens when you're out in the afternoon like enjoying your life like walking your dog or like catching like sitting outside for lunch or whatever it's, it's when your morning sunscreen has worn off that you get your uv damage so the reapplication one is super important so it's brush on like a powder yeah mm -hmm. and, and it's it just, tiny like, right out. it fits in my clutch it's crazy too because I think about reapplying body sunscreen all the time and I wear sunscreen every single day on my face and I've never reapplied that. Most people don't because it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> we made this one. So if I'm on the ClearStim website, like what products do I need to be getting? For you, I would definitely do the oh, clear... Oh wait, guys, I found it. Sorry, I, I knew I had it. it in my purse. <laughs> Try like brushing it on your hand, see how it feels. Like it just kind of just comes right out. It goes through. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, that's genius. I have one in every single part. Cause you know what's great about it too? Not only the benefit of applying SPF later, but what it does, if you know, if you go to take a picture, you know, you're with friends, you go to take a picture in the middle of the day. Let's just say you've been sweating a little bit and just you see the picture and you're just like real glossy where you're like, uh, like you're like really shiny. It's the perfect way to cut shine. So I'll have this and I'll just dust on my forehead and where it's really shiny. And then all of a sudden, like my skin looks seamless. It's genius because that's something that has to be in your bag. That's oh, so at smart. all times. I'm like, I know it's in my purse right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it, in your car too, because it won't melt. Yeah. Oh yeah, so smart. Wow, I love that. Okay, what products do I need? For your skin, I would definitely do, I would just do the kit. You do wear mascara, so I would do the gentle clean as well. So our kit has like the four, like, it's like the streamlined, most simple four-step routine to get the maximum benefit because we don't want to do a 10-step routine and we assume other people don't either. Um, but the kit has the gentle scrub. You would want to do that for your skin. I would think you would want to do that for maybe 10 seconds, maybe three or four times a week at night. 
And then the Clarity Serum is the one that's going to actually go in and dissolve the blackheads. And like any pigmentation, like any melasma or old acne scars, it helps to literally eat those away. And then the Cell Renew Serum is that collagen stem cell serum. That is going to calm your skin down, help you prevent wrinkles. And then our moisturizer is the Hydroglow one, which is like our best seller. It's a total cult favorite um, because everyone needs a really good moisturizer that doesn't have pore cloggers. And almost all moisturizers have pore cloggers. So like everyone needs ours. Anything with a glow, you know, I'm there. I need <laughs> my skin to be glowing all the time. I want like, especially when I go to bed at night, like when Haley Bieber was saying, like, I want to like, yep, glaze donuts. Glaze donut at night, yeah. Yes, that is me. Same. I'm going to be using this all the time. Okay, the other thing I wanted to ask, besides eggs, what are maybe some, like, food items that are really bad for our skin? Yeah, the one we forgot to mention was dairy. That is, yeah. like, the biggest food trigger. And a lot of people do know that, but there is still a lot of people that are like, wait, what? Well, they don't know <laughs> um, how big of a deal it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. So dairy is absolutely one of the worst. If you are currently breaking out, please cut it out. We're not saying cut it out forever for the rest of your life, just until things get under control. And then you can bring it in as like a treat as needed. I, I noticed that dairy is in just so many things hidden. One, they dump it on every salad that you get. So you typically have to ask it, ask for it without cheese. But it's also in so many like to-go foods. Like if you're on the go, like with a bar, you'll see whey protein in things. Like if it's not plant-based, it's always whey protein and whey is the biggest aggravator of acne. So looking at your protein powders, on-the-go bars, any protein drink that you're drinking throughout the day, one of your favorite smoothie shops, a lot of times it's whey or soy, unless it's like a really good place that has a clean vegan. Like a spirulina, a good swap? Yeah, spirulina is good. Um, The pea protein is great. Rice protein is great. Um, Like pumpkin seed protein. Hemp protein is great too. Yes, it's one of the best. Yeah, all of those are phenomenal. Just like stay away from soy and whey. But dairy is one of the biggest aggravators. An aggressive amount of soy is as well. Like if you're just eating, if you're vegan and going for a lot of the processed foods on the vegan side, so a lot of the meat alternatives, a buildup of soy creates a hormonal imbalance. So just be, we're not saying eliminate soy forever, just the buildup. Like if you're eating vegan protein every single day, like that's just going to build up in your system and cause a hormonal imbalance. It actually leads to a lot of different um, breast tumors too. Even if they're benign breast tumors, an excess of excessive soy. The thing with dairy is that you can tell pretty much the next day. So if you go out and you have a ton of pizza or you like get like cheesy quesadilla Mexican food and you wake up the next morning and you've got a bunch of acne on your chin, you know it's from the dairy the night before. It acts on the deep where we have the deepest hair follicles, which is generally on the chin for most people. Um, And it's something called insulin-like growth factor hormone. So it is literally causing hormonal acne. So dairy regularly is going to be problematic. If you're, I would say if you're breaking out on your chin and it's like cystic and it's like just relentless, The two things that cause that the most is regular dairy consumption and excessive vitamin D supplements. So if you're taking a vitamin D supplement and you're, you have like cystic acne on your chin, hold off on taking it for a little while. You're not going to die if you take a break from your supplements, right? So especially if it has a lot of vitamin D, just hit pause on it for a while. You'll notice within like four or five days that the inflammation goes down. Um, And then if you have dairy, um, cut that out too, and you'll really see the inflammation go down. And then the next time you do purposefully have dairy, you'll be able to see what it did to you the next day. Like you'll usually wake up with it the next day from dairy. So it's really easy to track your unique threshold, but just doing a little elimination diet first is really helpful. That's what helps you like reset and know what you can get away with in the future. I'm learning so much. My actual last question 
So on your face, like I, we can tell where breakouts are coming from or the reasoning, right, based off where they are on our face. Is that true? To some extent, yeah. I think the face, the current, the face mapping ones that you find online, I think they're so incomplete that they are inaccurate because it doesn't factor in pore clogging ingredients. It doesn't factor in like overconsumption of caffeine or like certain vitamins. Like it misses the boat on so much that I really think those are inaccurate in general. Overconsumption of caffeine. <laughs> Wait, what's, what, what about that? What's going on there? So caffeine, anything that speeds you up can break you out because it, it just increases oil production and it raises your body temperature. So, um, And caffeine does cause a little bit of a testosterone spike and then it kind of crashes. But basically overconsumption of caffeine will generally break you out on your forehead or in your temples, like right next to your eyebrows. And it's if you're doing too much when you first wake up and you're like on an empty stomach and potentially dehydrated. So when you wake up in the morning and if you have coffee, make sure you chug as much water as you can before you have your coffee. Just make it a, like a little drinking game. You want to be hydrated before you put something like coffee in your system. Or you can switch to tea. Tea doesn't really do that to people. It's a little more mellow. Good to know. That's the hardest thing for me in the morning is chugging. I'm pretty good about drinking water, but I'm pretty bad about drinking water before coffee and I want to become a lot better. I need I need to like flavor mine before yeah, coffee. So I'll put element in it or like a squeeze of lemon and a pinch of salt. Like I need I need something more flavorful than just water. So that's what I'll do is like element packet or a squeeze of lemon. The amount of stuff y'all have influenced me to buy in the past hour, even before this podcast, I'm like that, the cookie dough, the makeup, like there's just so many things that I'm going to be buying. <laughs> I mean, hopefully if you're listening, you've never really gone through the torture that is like relentless acne, but like we have, and I know a lot of your listeners have too, because it's really common. Like it can consume your entire oh, life. Yeah. It will, it will ruin your day. It will be the thing that makes you like show up for job promotion or not. Like it can, it'll make you show up differently in your relationship too. So struggling with acne is no joke and it can just make you spiral, especially because Normally, if you want to figure something out, you can, you can make progress toward things and you'll know that this workout is good for you, or maybe this is good for you, but it's really hard to know what's good for you when it comes to acne, because everything has a delayed effect. And if you have never been talked to about pore clogging ingredients, you're not even, you don't even know to think about that, but that could be the thing causing 80% of your breakouts. So that's why we really want to like, just like tell people the information that they need because um, spiraling and being depressed over acne sucks and it's not necessary anymore. And now you can go shop on ClearStem. I mean that too but like yeah <laughs> if you're looking for a place to start like just before you buy anything from anyone what you want to do is know what the problem is so you want to identify the current acne triggers of your current products because if you have like we don't make makeup for example right but so if the problem is your makeup like with your bronzer like say you were wearing a foundation every day and it had that same pore clogging ingredient in it you would just keep breaking out no matter what your skincare is like it might get better but you'd still be breaking out because your pores are still being reclogged so um before you buy anything from anyone make sure you check all your products for pore cloggers so that you know which ones you need to replace and just start there such great advice, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. I learned so much today. Um, where can the listeners find you? You can find us on clearsimskincare.com is where, of course, you can find all of our products. But we also have a skincare learning center where you can dive deeper into some of the stuff we talked about today. We also have the pore clogging ingredients tab that we talked about that you can just plug in the ingredients for any of the products you have. We put a ton of educational stuff out on TikTok and Instagram, Pinterest, you name it. But we're clear stem skincare across the board on all social accounts. And then mine is Kaylee.Christina and Danielle's is Danielle. 
the acne guru. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. All right, guys, um, be sure to check out Clear Stim Skincare. Since this episode, I've actually tried their sunscreen and the powder. And let me tell you, the powder is incredible. I'm actually about to order like three or four more. So I just have them in every single bag because they are so nice. And also it's really nice like throughout the day when your skin gets oily, you know, you can just like reset it. But also like I will burn. So I need it as SPF. It's incredible. I really, really love it. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you on Thursday. We have Keaton and Dom coming on the show. It's a really good episode. All right, love you guys. Bye.